0: Fresh off of Thanksgiving break, hopefully everybody is rested and refreshed. AJ and McCall on VFX, and I figured out oh, what better way to come back from Thanksgiving break than to start with some good news. Yeah. And I feel like this has to have happened, but I don't feel like I ever hear this part of the story. So we've heard great stories of someone left an envelope full of cash at a a junkyard once that magically got returned, which is nuts, Mm -hmm. you know, because cash just disappears. There was a story I stumbled across of someone who'd found a lost wallet. And I think protocols just to turn it into the police station, right? Let it take care of it. They decided to cut out the middleman and they went and turned it in themselves, but they went to the house to do it. Now there's no way this hasn't happened before because we find that a wallet is probably an ID in it. Mm Mm-hmm. But I've never heard that end of the story before. We just always hear how it's returned, and I'm—I don't think the answer to the question is—is it—is it creepy? But do, I don't know. I just feel like I never hear that end of the story where they just— wa- they took it to the house. They were like, "Oh, here's his ID, gone. I'm gonna go run that off to him real fast." I
1: Have, mean, I—I've never heard that side of the story. Like I've had situations where. Um, like, my youngest sibling found, like, a hundred bucks a couple of different times, and it was like, let's turn it into the police or whatever, and then turned it into the police, and the police were like, oh, yeah, we're never going to find the owner of a $100, so you can just have it. That type of a situation has occurred, right? but, you know, other than that, that, that's about it.
0: See, and that's... It has to have happened before. There's no way it hasn't happened before that someone has walked into your house. I just... I don't know. Like, in that situation... I feel like I would knock on the door because, like, it's good news, right? Yeah. Like, they would have to be okay with it. But part of me, like, I was thinking about it. Part of me was like, I don't know. I kind of think you just knock on the door, like, put it in the mailbox or something and run away. And then just they find it and it's good. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's post pandemic life. Part of me is like interacting with people. Eh, questionable. Questionable. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I just, I, it blew my mind because I was like, I don't feel like I ever hear the end of the story where someone took a wallet to the house, which. Logically makes sense. Super nice. It's direct. Here you go. Whatever. I don't feel like I ever hear that into of the story. So it was an unusual end of the story, at least for me. And I was just curious because then I was like, would I would I knock on the door? And then I was like, nah. I think I might mm-hmm. leave it in the mailbox and just call it. They're gonna get it back. Cool. Knock knock. See you later. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, okay. So I know we're we're past Thanksgiving, but I, I did not realize my family has this weird. I think it's a flex. That we do to each other. I don't know if anybody else does it. and That's what I want to ask. But it has to do with the food that is made for the holiday. I think I realized over the holiday break, finally, at the age of 32, my family kind of flexes or tries to flex on each other for Thanksgiving. AJ McCall at VFX. And I'm curious if anybody else's family does this. So first off, how many Thanksgivings did you end up going to, McCall? Uh, one. One. That was me- it. Me too. I was actually, AJ McCall at VFX. I was actually
1: really impressed. I wasn't thinking I was gonna have. It was, I thought I was gonna have way more, but
0: yeah, yeah. I maybe maybe two. So here's so I not from Utah, right? Uh, but what I found out is that my family, when we text each other, well, not me because I never, <laughs> I'm never responsible making the dinner, which is a smart decision on everyone's part. But my family back home, when they text me Happy Thanksgiving and we exchange pleasantries, if I'm not home, they send a picture of the spread. What all their food. I kid you not. That's okay. And they say, Happy Thanksgiving. And then randomly, whether I was just agitated at the time or whatever, I was just looking at it and I go, why did they send me a picture of the food? Yeah, that's weird. Like, I don't care. Do you want
1: to? I want to see the people, maybe. Hi, Aunt Janice. I can Aunt understand yeah. Like, sure. But uh, that's weird. So, that's weird.
0: So I was I was showing Ashley and I was like, this is weird, right? And she's like, "Yeah." And I go, "Does your family do this?" She, no. Mm-mm. I said, "My family does this." That's weird. are we flexing? Yes. Is that what happened? Yeah. Is this like, hey, this is what you missed out if you would have come to this Thanksgiving? Probably.
1: You should have flown here.
0: <laughs> That's Hello. the only thing
1: I could take it as. That's dumb. You shouldn't have. You shouldn't have done that. You should have just flown here instead.
0: For what it's worth, the one I'm I'm thinking of, I got I got two this this year. But the one I'm thinking of, it was a pretty good looking spread. I'm gonna be honest, it was solid. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm not going to complain about the Thanksgiving that I had, but it was a pretty good look at Sprite. But I thought, this is this is weird. I, like, I don't, you don't do it in any other situation, right? Like, mm-hmm. unless, you, unless you know, like, if you're like, McCall loves sushi, I'm getting sushi, huh? Look at this. Like that. Yeah, yeah right? Like,
1: that kind of like a taunt is okay. Yeah. Or like, oh, hey, look, I made brisket. Or like, you know, here's this smoked meat. Like, I have a friend that I send messages and pictures to all the time of like dishes that I have made and then it's like oh my gosh what's that recipe that kind of thing not like hey we have food at Thanksgiving oh my what no no my
0: my family flexes and I I suspected but it is now confirmed weird yeah okay that's fair. I thought so, but yeah, I, I'm good. Good thing, I guess I'll be home for Christmas because I I don't know. Do are we gonna do it again? Because honestly, off the top of my head, don't remember. They gonna take a picture of the tree, and be like, "Ha ha! Look at all these presents." That's we. I don't know. It is weird. I don't know. It is really weird. I, um, I think it's good to go back, especially given the statistic that I think it was something like four and five or three and five parents think that their kids aren't thankful enough for the things that they have. McCall and I took some time before we got out of here for the Thanksgiving break to talk about what we were thankful for. Good to refresh that as we go into the last month of the season, which is crazy to say. Mm-hmm. Thank is in the name Thanksgiving, which what? means you probably ought to sit down and say, all right, okay, hold on, hold on. Let me think. Yeah, I'm probably thankful for a couple of things. Mm-hmm. AJ and McCall for the Automatrix Group debate 8 on VFX. Show McCall, this the last show before Thanksgiving. With positive affirmations and manifestations or whatever your your mode of putting positive out in the universe and paying towards karma and all that stuff is, what be you thankful for?
1: Um, today, so I have been really big into the gratitude. I do gratitude meditation every single morning on my way into work because I feel like I need to, um, so that I'm in a good headspace. And sometimes it's really important to just remember that you can be grateful for like little things in life. Just like small things, you know, like, oh, hey, I'm really grateful that when I woke up this morning, my power was on. Like, that was nice. I was grateful for that. So this morning, I'm real grateful for my coffee. Um, yeah.
0: Anything on the larger scale you would like to add?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm grateful. I'm really grateful for Dustin. I'm really grateful for the support that uh, he has. I'm really grateful for my friends that I've made. Um, I feel like I'm like praying right now um i'm also your hands
0: together nah she's holding a protein shake we're good
1: <laughs> it's a coffee protein shake thank you um i'm also really grateful for um there's just there's just a lot like i'm very like overwhelmed with uh gratitude and yeah yeah
0: for thanks well for this time of year i know thanksgiving thanksgiving is where i peg the Thankful because I feel like that's where the holidays tied into, obviously, this time of year. I think it's spun into spending time with family. I I am thankful for the immense amount of patience that the people I hold close to me give me on a regular basis because I have a bad habit of just being like, you know what, I'm done for today and then being done for the day. Uh, I am lucky to have a very strong support system that is very understanding and very flexible in the way that they deal with me. Um I am thankful for the opportunities that I have been presented with and been able to take advantage of. I think this year specifically there have been several of them. Some haven't worked out and some have, but either way, I think you, you swing and you miss better than not swinging whatsoever. But this year I feel like I've been very lucky with some of the stuff that I've been able to pursue and either do or have an opportunity to put my name in the hat. So I am very thankful for that. And I can I – Ser- joking, but also serious. Can I say I'm thankful? We actually had a fall in Cash yeah. Valley oh, this I know. year.
1: I was impressed. Lots and lots oh, of people. So nice. Yeah, lots and lots of people were uh, bringing up when we were at Thanksgiving on Friday. There were some people who were like, "I'm so surprised that we had a long fall because normally mid-line. it lasts for like a week and a half."
0: It meant a lot to me to actually have a fall because it's probably my favorite season. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm thankful Mother Nature actually deemed us with a fall. Ma- uh, McCall and I were talking about this the other day. McCall said she doesn't think it's going to be a white Christmas.
1: I don't. I really don't. And
0: I said, i we going to get snow last year. No. But I believe, was it last year or the year before in the, that, uh, was it, uh, Jimothy was telling us in the Farmers' Almanac, like it was supposed to dump and then it didn't.
1: Uh, I think it was last year. I think it was last year yeah, too. Yeah, I think it was last year. I feel like this year's going to be I don't know. I am no weather person. I am no weather person. My wrist though seems to tell me that it's going to be a bitter winter. I feel like it's going to be cold. Oh, that's the worst. I know. I don't know. Been... We may get I mean key indicators seeing as we got 18 inches of snow 2 months ago, a month and a half ago or whatever. Key indicators would say we're going to get like a ton of snow. Right. But I'm gonna doubt white Christmas.
0: Call's wrist says otherwise. My
1: wrist says it's gonna be cold, sis. Ugh,
0: pass on that. We'll be double checking with that wrist on regular occasions, I think, just to just to make sure. Get you your updates on your forecast. I mean, look, it's gonna be fifty this week. Yeah. The whole week.
1: Which is really not bad. I was just talking to Dustin about this yesterday. I said, you know, it's not it's not like, wow, I'm gonna go out in the tank top, but it's not cold. <laughs> Like, in the shade, it's a little chilly. Curses.
0: No, no tank top weather in November. Dang it. Obviously, over Thanksgiving, Florida declared a truce. There was no crazy stories, and McCall didn't mm. come in today to find an abundance of Florida stories. No. This is what we call lying. This is lying. Hey, <laughs> Jane McCall, on VFX. This is the last week to get qualified for that $50 gift card to Logan Lane's. For Florida, not so. Let us hear the three headlines, please.
1: Okay, so we got headline number one: some lady stole money from a vet hospital so she could feed slot machines while she was sleeping. Wait, how online? Online slot oh, machines? Okay, you know, I was the internet, so confused. The internet works. Okay, got so there's it. there's story one. Story number two: a 68 year old man was seriously hurt because he tried to take a selfie with a fake crocodile.
0: Turns out it was real. Okay, wait how how do you how how do you think it's fake and it's not i don't know and
1: then we got story number three which involves a guy who was sick of waiting to use a machine at the gym so he sat on top of the person using it
0: (laughs) sir sir a tiktok in the making
1: yes this this guy's 78 years old i don't think he's on Uh, tiktok no i don't think so either there you go three crazy (laughs) stories
0: (laughs) So, so two is two is super stupid Three is hilarious, though. And let's not forget the age thing. All right. And uh, let's just make a policy. Okay. No pictures with any alligators whatsoever. What was it for story two? Um, It was a crocodile. Whatever. No giant lizard pictures at any time ever. Seems fair. Yeah. Right? Yeah. AJ McCall at VFX, unless you're at like, uh, what is it, Universal Studios got that raptor that moves around or whatever. Yeah, I think like, that one's okay. I feel confident that that one is fake.
1: Are those considered lizards? Are we going to have to dive down a whole dinosaur rabbit hole?
0: <laughs> Scaly things with teeth, no pictures. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in all honesty, Jill, why would you? why would you even risk it? I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Got a point. Okay, three full stories, please.
1: Okay, we got story number one. Some lady pleaded guilty earlier this month to stealing $671,000 from an animal hospital.
0: That's terrible. She
1: used it to buy credits for an online slot machine game that would automatically play for her while she slept. And it didn't even pay out actual money. Here's the thing, okay? As, As we get older, I remember... As a child being told, never use my credit card, debit card on the internet, McCall. This is dangerous. And yet, and yet, this lady's 49 years old (laughs) and uh, thought this was the move. Lady, don't embezzle money.
0: Look, she's a terrible person. Ipso facto. I I mean, we're we're done. Like, she stole stole money from an animal hospital.
1: I just want to know, did she make anything back?
0: I kind of want to know, like, was it worth it?
1: As far, I'm, I'm sure the answer's no. So there's, there's story one. Then we got story number two. 68 year old guy was seriously hurt because he went to take a selfie with a fake crocodile. Turns out it was real. It attacked him. He was hospitalized. He had <laughs> breaks in his arms and thigh. So I mean, not I, don't, great, I don't want to even
0: get injured, but like, just
1: why? No, we've had these conversations that come up. I feel like way too frequently. Don't take pictures in front of bears. Don't take pictures by bison. Don't take pictures by Yellowstone's old faithful. Don't jump into the geysers. These are all things that I feel like have, have been spoken way too many times. Stop it. These are dangerous things.
0: Don't pick up rattlesnakes for selfies. Well, I want to yeah, see no. if
1: they've got a picture of the fake. Oh, no. I got a picture of the guy. The guy is in the pool with the with the with the crocodile. Well now
0: you're just asking for the it if you're in the wa- literally water. Literally
1: in the water. Yikes.
0: Yeah, Big it, yikes. It had to be fake because obviously it was in the pool.
1: Ah. Uh, it looks like it's in an enclosure, like a habitat. <laughs>
0: That's fake. I'm in the zoo, but this one's totally not real. That's what
1: it looks like. Deuces. It looks like he jumped into the zoo. Oh, my god! What an idiot. There's story two. Then we got story number three. A 78-year-old guy went to the gym on Thanksgiving. He was sick of waiting for a lady to finish the machine that he wanted to use, so he sat on top of her. Seriously? Yeah. He's now facing battery charges. I don't know what kind of a machine it was. Two sisters were working on it. He just got sick of them. Waiting waiting for them to finish. Sounds like he pinned her down. So then he pushed the other sister away who tried to step in and help her from being, you know, crushed by a 78-year-old man. The weirdest part of this story is that the gym was crowded on Thanksgiving. I got to be honest.
0: I, I would agree, though, this time of year. I, I think we got to wait just a smidge more, but they're going to get super occupied yes. as people make their New Year's resolutions. But, Correct. like, you're not going to get the machine if you sit on her lap. Right. Like, it's not going to open up.
1: Well, if I do this, then maybe I can use the leg... Leg thing. I just, I just imagine that it's the leg one where you have to like straighten your leg. That's what I imagine. The ones where your leg is leg is like ninety degrees, and then you straighten it ninety. Straighten it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you're
0: talking about. Yeah, that's yeah. the one
1: I think. So I don't know that, but there you go. Three crazy stories.
0: So, like number one is a terrible person. Uh, I think we're down to two or three, right? The idiot with the crocodile or alligator, whatever. I, I was uh, that. Or the dude that's 78, because you know he was 78. So, story two or three, which one do you like? I'm going to go with two. You like two? I mean, the dude is an idiot because, by all accounts, as McCall said, Homeboy, homeboy was like in a pool or whatever. And he was like, ah, oh, you know what? This zoo is fine. This is fake. We're good. Uh, McCall, is it story number two?
1: It's not. I'm sorry. What? That one happened in the Philippines. I had to throw that one in there because it's a little bit of a tricky, tricky move. Wow.
0: Okay. So McCall definitely bamboozled us there, Jill. I, I, I feel like we were tricked.
1: <laughs> kind of. Yeah. <laughs> sorry.
0: That is so rude. All right. Well, Jill, you can play again tomorrow. Yep. Um, to qualify for that fifty dollars gift card to Logan Lane, Jill, not winning Florida Not this morning on VFX. Uh, it's time to panic. Oh. Canada had to tap into one of their reserves, and look, it's one of the reserves that we most identify with the country. That's how bad things have gotten. Is it queso? Is there a storage of queso somewhere? I don't know. Now, apparently last week in the United States, the president tapped into the petroleum reserve, releasing 50 million barrels of oil to help with gas prices, you know, because holiday season through the roof. Yeah, right. AJ McCall on VFX. Now that seemed bad, but not as serious as the fact that Canada just tapped into a strategic reserve of maple syrup. No, what are they going to do with it? I'm not making this up. What are we doing with it? 50 million pounds was released to help deal with supply issues and keep prices in check. Because apparently, demand is up 20%, and Americans buy 60% of the exported maple syrup. We had to tap into the maple syrup exports, which raises two very important questions. The first, McCarty asked, Is there a queso reserve? Because I had not even considered that.
1: Well, there better be.
0: I'm going to make one if not. Government heist to steal a chunk of the uh, queso reserve. Second, what is Utah's strategic reserve? What is the thing that Utah holds back? Because it's consumed at just a mass amount of level. And then if there was a shortage, which we've been dealing with, you know, in the age of the pandemic, they're like, oh, no, we got to release these. We're running short on these. we got to keep prices down. What is the Utah strategic reserve? (laughs) Obviously, Uh it's soda shops.
1: (laughs) We don't have enough. Soda are you
0: sure it's not car washes?
1: Maybe Maverick. I'm not really sure. I, I'm also thinking there's a potential of of being untapped. We are the Beehive State, so obviously we have not enough of those. So we have a Beehive Reserve is is the choice. Um, fake eyelash extension reserve may also be a thing. Um,
0: is that what happened? Is there strategic reserve a turn signal somewhere and they just no. were like, yeah, we're good. We're not going to reserve. Those no. don't exist. Nope. Those are actually just fake. Went up in flames. They're like, ah, well, can't do anything about that. Those
1: figment of your imagination. Then put this- those as far away from th- your thought as possible <laughs> because they don't exist here.
0: It's like the idea that somewhere the government has a building, but inside the building is just a bunch of soda shops. Dude, you know it. You just load like- them up on a semi truck. Like, Quick, get them out of
1: here. All right, pop and stop. Promise You're up is next. Expanding. Pop, pop and stop. You're out. We're gonna okay. Have- what else? What else we got? Who's next? Who's next?
0: <laughs> All right. Well, as far as I know, I haven't heard from Governor Cox that we're in any kind of shortage or whatever and had to release any, but just in case, soda shops. We're
1: tied. I'll send him a message. <laughs> just kidding.
0: <laughs> send
1: out a couple more. Excuse me, sir? Excuse me? Excuse me? <laughs> That's
0: right. Another car wash. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Well, we figured it out. Utah Strategic Reserve is soda shops. You're welcome. <laughs> so- Everyone, okay, I don't want to say everyone because it's not true. Most people have a favorite number, right? Mm -hmm. I am curious what the story is behind it because there was a statistic that came out about how men find theirs. And yes, so where the heck do women find their favorite numbers? Oh. (laughs) Everyone has a favorite number, right? I've, I'm going back to everyone because I was like, no, I don't, AJ. I don't feel like the pushbacks to be like, all right, let's cancel AJ because he said everybody has a favorite number, right? AJ McCloud VFX, but you got one, right? Eh. It eh, wait, eh. Yeah. This whole premise falls apart if I say everyone, and then immediately the first person I ask goes, eh. <laughs> eh. You don't have a single favorite number. I
1: had one that I used for, you know, volleyball that I used as a. Like my my Jersey number. My Jersey number was nineteen. But other than that, how did
0: you pick that number?
1: I didn't want to get into this story. And yet we're here we are. So there was a boy that I was dating who said that this was his favorite number, so I used it. So that was my Jersey number. And that's forever been my Jersey number. and that's why. and i I regret this because he sucked. So, I was young too. I was I was probably like fifteen years old. You don't and I say. asked him I asked him what, what his favorite number was. And he was like, Oh, it's nineteen. And I was like, Oh my gosh, that's great. Stupid piece of crap. I hate that guy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Walk in a hard place, people. <laughs> um, the reason I wanted to ask is because the stat came out. So, a majority of men, when it comes to their favorite number, has something to do with sports, whether it's a player or whatever. So, for instance, my one of my favorite numbers is four, mm-hmm. and it's because actually it was my dad's number. When he was his favorite number, it was his number whenever he played rec sports, so four was one of my favorite ones. But when I played sports, my number was 31. Now, unfortunately, I didn't have any stupid cute boys that told me what their number was, so that's not how I picked mine. Mm -hmm. Mine actually had to do with one of my favorite football players at the time. His name was Nathan Vasher. He wore 31. I wore 31. Nice. Which also adds up to four. Correct. Which is my dad's number. Nice. And I was just curious because course everyone can like sports and no one can like sports it goes both ways but Mm -hmm. i was curious because i was like yeah that makes sense like i'm sure there were plenty of dudes that grew up and had some sport and then they're like that's my number right there i was curious so stupid boys is one answer that we have for how you found your favorite
1: number it's not my favorite number we're we're clarifying that was my jersey number (laughs) that's what that's what it was maybe you should
0: if you pick a favorite number then you can have a new jersey number and then you don't have to use 19 anymore i mean three is a good number it's a magic number, is what I've heard. It is three is a
1: magic number. It's a manifesting number. How dare you? Look, I wasn't making fun of it. I have I have a lot of favorite numbers. Usually, I just uh, oh, lean no. back and then let that let the universe just tell me what my favorite number is today. Sometimes it's twos. Sometimes what if the universe it's Nineteen. It doesn't usually. That's uh, that's very rare. I'm pretty sure that's very rare because they're usually consecutive numbers: two, 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 three, three, three. You know.
0: One nine. I'm just saying. No,
1: nope. um, no. I'm looking at one nine right now, and one nine led to COVID. So we're gonna pass. We're gonna pass on that. I don't like that number.
0: Okay. So now we know McCall is responsible. Some... No, I was kidding.
1: How dare you? Uh, okay. So
0: we found out what Utah's emergency state reserve is. It's soda shops. Yes. Uh, I weirdly enough, I stumbled across the biggest fear each state has, and I thought, okay, this is a weird time to have that. But, you know, post-Halloween, I guess we've double-checked. We ran all the numbers. I like, added up the fears. All right, going into 2022, here's what each state is af- is afraid of the most. What's well, that? A fear of. Um, a fear of. Correct. <laughs> Post-Halloween, the numbers have been tallied. The fears have been updated. And I thought, all right, cool. Why not? Let's dabble into what each state fears the most. Like, of course, you would think Hawaii fears. Volcanoes. Oh. That's right. Yeah. How How many clowns per capita? <laughs> I don't know I actually know what that means I just know it's irrelevant AJ would call it VFX How many clowns do you think really exist though in the state of Hawaii? Seriously? Seriously?
1: Are we talking like paint your face clowns? Or are we talking like humans? Because there's a lot of clowns
0: Semi-professional and above clowns Like people okay, who do so it they actually, as a hobby they or work They do like balloons Yeah, yeah And stuff yeah, How many clowns do you really think exist in the state of Hawaii?
1: Mm, how many people are there? I don't
0: know Four? Then I think three. most are tourists. I think <laughs>
1: there's four, uh, then there's three. <laughs>
0: there's three. There's a lot of clowns per, per, per c- civilian. Um, help me understand this. For the state of Idaho, I had spent nearly enough time there. Their number one fear is heights. Yes. And I know they have mountains, silos. Oh, silos, right. Yeah. I don't <laughs> know for a fact.
1: Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. It sounded good. You had me convinced. Top of the hay bale. <laughs> <laughs> it's dangerous. I've been there. Just got to this, have it.
0: this three story skyscraper here in downtown. Whoa. Oh
1: no! Uh, I've been to Boise. They've only got like five
0: of those. <laughs> here's the here's the one, of course. Though for the state of Utah, what is the number one fear across the state? Is is the most <laughs> shared fear? And I gotta tell you, I don't think you're gonna like it. <laughs>
1: is it lack of soda shops?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, we haven't hit you. the reserve button yet. It was imper or it is imperfection.
1: <laughs> yeah, that tracks. Yeah. shops.
0: Just just to reiterate, a a bunch of them, like Alaska and South Dakota, clusters of small holes. Okay, I'm with it. Like, you put them mm, I don't want to think about it. But, like, common things on this list were clowns, being alone, my home state of Indiana, we're afraid of the dark, heights, Utah, imperfection.
1: Here we go. Let's talk. (laughs) I got to get a drink first, real quick. Hang on.
0: (laughs) Let me just clear my throat.
1: throat. You are perfect as you are, period. You exist the way that you exist, and you are perfect as you are, period. So, Utah, stop being afraid of imperfection. Yeah, there's crowns out there. Imperfection is what is unique about you, okay? You do you. You don't have to be a carbon copy of everybody else around you. The things inside of you are what make you unique and imperfect, and imperfect is cool, period.
0: Yes. Actually, I like that last part the most. Thank you. Thank you. Be afraid of clusters of small holes. Yeah. They terrify or me. Or
1: clowns or heights.
0: Or apparently organ, the dark, and needles. I
1: literally thought you said organ, like like <laughs> liver. I was like, yeah. The vacuum I'm, cleaners. I'm afraid of no, 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 my liver.
0: Organ was exterminators, I believe. <laughs> dark and needles. Um, okay, so I'm at the point now where I'm about to cancel Christmas Oh my gosh! In my family, you guys can have yours. Okay, just in my family. He's like,
1: please, because I get the AJ McCall show canceled.
0: I'm mad. Oh, okay. So I have one very important question: What is your go-to gift? Christmas is this close to being canceled in my family. Oh, AJ McCall at VFX. Can we establish a couple of things just real quick, as you and I, as I think, <laughs> semi-functional adults who are have at least have our finger on the pulse of what somewhat normal is. <laughs> Am I too far off that's, base? Yeah, I feel like I left it of, open. Bold it in of you enough. to
1: assume that I'm semi-normal, but okay, so bring it on. I
0: didn't say you were semi-normal, just on the pulse. We can find the pulse of semi-normal occasionally. <laughs> okay. like We fair. needed to tap into it like once every four Seven weeks. years? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. AJ McCaw VFX. We are adults. What? <laughs> Not well-functioning ones, but we have adult money occasionally, <laughs> which means if there's something we want, we Dangerous. get it, right?
1: Oh, yes. We so, get it. That's so, right. So
0: when it comes to Christmas... My big pain in the butt this year is that I keep getting asked and I keep saying, I don't know. Yes. Because ultimately, I don't. Yes. Like, like for instance, PacSun had a sale on for Black Friday. Shocker, right? Weird. I bought some jeans. What? Because I'm not going to let anybody else buy my clothes because it's just... Weird. Yeah. And if they don't fit, and this whole so I got them. But I needed them and I got them because I wasn't going to wait for Christmas. So <laughs> I was like, oh, those went out the window. I don't need anything. So Christmas is going to get canceled in my family because I don't know what the answer is. I'm tired of getting bugged about it. So my question was, what was your go-to gift when you're asked for a birthday or Christmas? Like, for instance, mine used to be video games. Like, default, like, here's a game I want, blah, 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 blah. But I don't want to ask for them anymore because I don't play them. I haven't been playing them, and I just keep stacking up, and I'm like, it's not worth it. Ashley's is books. Still kind of the same problem. They kind of stack up if you don't start working through them. So my question is, what is your default gift you would ask for? Money. (laughs) That would be great.
1: Sorry, I felt like I needed a buzzer. (laughs)
0: That's no, fine. If that's the case and you can get away with it, I how? How? Divulge your secrets, you witch you, because Here's, I would love for that to be the one to be like, you know <laughs> I said to someone this weekend there, what do you want for Christmas? I said, A big old sack of cash that just hit right right in the right spot. Just
1: hits the sweet spot. Yes. Um, I don't have an answer because I have tried <laughs> this tactic this year especially. We've been talking about different things that we're gonna do for the holidays. Right. Um my family's going on vacation. They're going to Mexico. I couldn't swing it. Not going to happen. So then they're like, well, what are we going to give you for, for Christmas? And I was like, um. cash. Please. In a burlap
0: bag. Just, or one of those cool metal briefcases.
1: I, yeah. I mean, it, I don't even need a metal briefcase. Put it in an envelope. That's fine. Like, ship it to me. I don't care. I know. Don't send money in the mail. Yeah, I know. Do I that. know. Don't but, but this is what. Anyway. This is
0: where we're at. This is
1: where we're at. Okay. I, I just. Uh, i want money in a savings account i, I want i this is a grown-up response to me you know what else i want if if not that an espresso machine i want an espresso machine it's bougie and i want it that's all i want That's what
0: she wants this year because it's not like she gets one this year she could turn back around and next year be like well you know
1: i want another espresso machine <laughs> i now need to that's about that's about it I mean, I just,
0: I don't, I don't want to ask for John. You know, three years in a row, well, I kid you not, three years in a row, I got keychain holders.
1: Keychain holders? Yeah. Like, what do you do with those? I, like, you I, put them
0: on the wall? You know the funny Are thing is? Are they wall ones? No. No, like the ones where you have the little strap, right, so you can wrap them around your wrist, and it's like, I don't know, yay long.
1: Like a lanyard?
0: Yeah. Like, like a, a tiny wrist one, lanyard? But a key- Yeah. I'm not
1: wearing mine. No, I,
0: mean, I thought you were showing me. No. no. But so three years in a row, I got them, and I was like, I'm downsizing. Like, these is my keys Two key fobs, a car key and a home key. This is all I got. Huh? I don't. See, I don't need a holder for that. I got a good hold of it. <laughs> Three years in a row. That's how, that's how
1: Dustin is. Dustin's like, do not put extra things on keychains. <laughs> Drives me crazy. And I'm over here like, oh my gosh, how can I get this owl on top of my keychain? I need it. I need it. Um, I I don't know. I mean, I. I as far as holidays go, I'm grateful for gifts if I receive any. Period. Nope. That's the end of the conversation for me.
0: I must stop this Christmas from coming, but how? I, I just, mean, in I, what I, way?
1: I don't know how to. I don't know how to give gifts, and I also don't know how to ask for them. Apparently,
0: <laughs> I'm <laughs> here's you, my- a big old sack of cash will go a long way with me.
1: <laughs> here's my Christmas list. I need carpet. <laughs> I want a bedroom set and I want an espresso machine.
0: All right, so McCall went off the other end. I don't need anything. McCall wants everything. I want
1: all the stuff, but I feel I feel bad for asking for any of those things. No, no, like, no, I feel you. It's like when you go when you when you go to like weddings and they have the wedding registry and it's like, what would you like? And it's like, oh, please buy me this house in Malibu. And it's like, um.
0: What? We, we just, we had to put that on there so people knew there was a high-end thing. See, that's. I tell you, the most, yeah. knowing a thing going through my brother's wedding, and I don't know my, I've only been to two adult weddings, but going through my brother's wedding is everybody was like, oh, they put all this time and effort into this registry. Nah. Yep. <laughs> it's like, yep. You're doomed to you. <sighs> okay. Next week is a big week on the AJ and McCall show because we are going to find out something can't big. be undone. Something big. Something big. Yeah. Like, if you were deemed the worst Parker in the area you live for an entire year, that's kind of a big deal. Yeah, you wear a crown. Before the next month is over, which, is it, does it start on Wednesday? Is there 30 or 31 days There's in November? There's only 30. That's what I thought. Yeah. He wow. knew it. AJ and McCall at VFX. Uh, before the next month is over, we will find out who is the worst Parker for 2021 in Cash Valley. Someone will be deemed out of all of you. Us included, I guess. Yes. The worst marker in Cache Valley. And you know what's sad? None of them are going to be any of our coworkers. Because you can as imagine if as that. As far as we're aware.
1: Up- <laughs> <laughs> Let's clarify. As far as we're aware, none of these are our coworkers. Do you imagine
0: if that had come up? Oh man! I, each day I'd go find those. You could find those base templates, right? Where you can print out those certificates you used to get in like elementary mm-hmm. school and stuff. Oh, every Congratulations. day. Congratulations! Color every here. Day. We're
1: practicing coloring in the lines. Every
0: day. Yeah. I'd- I would get producer <clears throat> Butters to Photoshop car crashes into him, and be like, <laughs> be "This would a better parking job than." He. So, um, what what's is happening is the Park Narks Grand Tournament. We've got all the winners from this year. We're going to be put together in a bracket to duke it out for the worst Parker of 2021. So, what you need to know is starting on Monday, a week from today, on our Instagram story, we'll be able to narrow it down as we go from the top ones all the way down to one grand champion, with the prizes at the top end being. Much greater than they are during the uh, during the year. Correct. So Utah's VFX on Instagram. Find us. Be ready to vote because we're going to need you to narrow us down from the worst, the the worst of the worst to the ultimate worst. Correct. To the Park Narks Grand Tournament. Also, Park Narks does not end, even though we're getting ready to do the tournament. We will pick it back up, of course, to 2022 and start it all over again. So if you see terrible parking, of course, take a picture, safely submit it to Facebook, to Twitter, to Instagram. Utah's VFX. When I say safely, just there's no virus or something. I just mean like, don't take a moving picture. Don't yep. take a picture while you're driving. Mm-hmm. you know, Cause you're taking pictures of cars. That's, that's what, that's what we mean by that.
1: Yeah. Please Ask don't be dangerous. I.
0: Yeah. Please. And thank you. No danger. No. Two things from this holiday season to wrap up everything. I think pretty much on Thanksgiving. Mm. One, McCall is normally the moral guide on how to deal with awkward situations when it comes to things like marriage or families (laughs) and stuff. I've got one for you because there's something that comes up every holiday situation Mm -hmm. I'm tired of. And the answer can't be to just drop a kid because I don't think that's going to go well. No. Two, I got to tell you, clever. A majority of people in a survey about a month ago said that if they didn't get leftovers, Thanksgiving is ruined. I didn't get any. Thanksgiving is ruined. I also didn't get any. Thanksgiving is ruined. Dustin did. I didn't. But, but the reason I didn't is because this family worked them into day number two, which I've never heard of before. Oh. And if your family trying to Venus fly trap in family, I gotta tell you, ingenious. Okay. Annoying, but ingenious. So get this, McCall and I's Thanksgivings were both ruined. AJ McCall at VFX, because there was a poll like a month ago. Majority of people, a significant majority, I believe, said if you didn't get Thanksgiving leftovers, Thanksgiving's ruined. It's the whole point of the holidays to show up at all as many families as you can. Maybe, maybe take Tupperware and sneak out the door with it. Yes. Automakers group debate today on VFX. <laughs> so I don't know what the reason was for yours, but I encountered something new this holiday season, and it's why I didn't get leftovers. Okay. So what the family did is, of course, make an abundance of food because there was <laughs> like 75 pies. This huh, is weird. This is not an exaggeration. I,
1: I'll, I'll be honest. We always have way more dessert than we do oh it wasn't even close yeah, like there always. was one
0: turkey and a crock pot of a bunch of stuff and everybody ate but, but then there was like it's pie. 75 pies pie is the main course so what they did is nobody took any leftovers because what they did is the next day they said to everybody come over we're going to do thanksgiving leftovers and do a family a family activity they're bringing to the pickleball personally okay and i was like whoa I've never run into this. And yes, I find this mildly annoying because if it was with family I didn't want to spend time with, I'd be like, you dirty, dirty jerk. dirty sons of a gun. I just wanted to take my stuffing and go home, but you're not going to let me do that. Nope. And that is why it is ingenious. It is ingenious to do that. Yeah. Because I, I don't know what the ratio is of people, but I think most people, a lot of people have Thursday off. I think a fair amount of people still get Friday off, have at least some time to spare.
1: For the most part, yeah.
0: So it's not like you can't be like, well, I'm I'm swamped. I got a normal work day. Because that's not true. Some
1: people do, though. Some, yes. Some, yes. When I, when I worked at the bank, it was a normal work day.
0: Well, see, then you like, Look, I got to get some stuffing for the road because I can't make it here tomorrow. Correct. But I thought. That's ingenious. Yeah. And it's, I, I honestly, I wanted to talk about it because it's so interesting, but I hate it because I know my family's going to implement it. Like nobody gets any leftovers anymore. You got to come over tomorrow. We're going to do a leftover day. We're going to do board games, whatever, pickleball, hide in the snow, whatever we're going to do. Yeah. We're going to go play in the snow. We love it. Uh, You know, would it really surprise you if we had, exactly. Of course not. Exactly. Of course not. My question is, does anybody else do this? Because I have never encountered it. Um, and thus is the rule of AJ. If I haven't, then I assume pretty much nobody else has. It doesn't
1: actually exist. Yeah. yeah. I have never encountered it. However, um, yeah, no, I just, I never have.
0: Your family's going to do it. So now all of a no, sudden. No, they're not. Now all of a sudden. Don't you,
1: you dare give I'm telling idea. you, they're
0: going to. Now all of a sudden, as opposed to visiting a tertiary family that, you know, I'm not saying you necessarily dislike. You just, you know, you spend a little bit of time For with them and sure. you're good. Yeah. A little bit goes a long way. Yeah. And bolting out of there with as the many leftovers as possible. Like, No, no, we're doing a leftover day. Or, you know, your family's huge. What yours is actually going to do is they're all going to collectively get together the next day mm-hmm. and double down on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anybody's families do this. Because now that this is out there, McCall's, maybe mine, probably going to. Do they do, uh, let's call it leftover day.
1: Leftover day is a great name for it.
0: So the next Friday, they get back together and say, Hey, you can't take any leftovers home, come over, we'll have leftovers again, and we'll do some kind of activity, I guess less formal Thanksgiving, to be honest. Yeah. Does anybody else do that Thermofisher fisher poll of the day? Now I count on McCall to help me, I don't want to say not end up in jail, but let's go a few steps below that. Definitely not get scolded and and you know, maybe a backhand here or there. Okay. With my responses when family inevitably asks questions, you know, about marriage or yes. whatever. I've got one for you. I don't feel like I've ever asked you because whenever you get together for the holidays, someone inevitably is going to have a baby. And at some point, if you as a significant other couple and a serious one at that don't have a baby, you know what's going to happen? Someone going to try and worm that little squirmer into your arms and they're going to say one very specific thing, variation of it. And I'm tired of it. So the question is, how do I deal with this short of dropping the kid? Oh, if you go to a family gathering as a somewhat functioning adult, some point, most of them, I would think, there's going to be a child there. Yes. Like a baby. AJ McCall at VFX. And if you are in a serious relationship and or married and don't have a kid, you know what's going to happen? At some point, someone older than you is going to pick up that baby. They're going to walk over and they're going to try and pass the baton like a hot potato. Oh. And then they're going to try and say something along the lines of, I mean, how can you say no to that face? Or doesn't that feel good in your arms? Or wouldn't you want one of these? Something like that. And the only viable solution I've come up with, with permanently ending that tradition, is dropping the kid right then and there. You can't do that. But I don't want to go to jail, and that's an innocent bystander and all that. So, as always, I come to the McCall Taylor when it comes (laughs) to these these questions of family. I don't want to say crossing the line, but broaching it plenty. Because it's not like, you know, it's not like, I I love this idea that they come up to me like, wouldn't you want one? And I was like, you know what? I saw one. Now I got to have it. It was in the window. And now I need it. Now I need it. I am walking a very
1: thin line.
0: (laughs) Look, I already said I'm going to drop a baby. You got a lot of space to work here.
1: I'm trying to I don't know what planets in what today because I feel like a total D-bag. Like I feel like responding that way. Bad
0: news for babies, you're getting dropped. That's no, what I heard. No. Like no. It's hot.
1: Not not what I said. Like it's hot. See, so check this out. This weekend my stepbrother got married. Congratulations, Chris. And I was at the wedding and lots and lots and lots of conversation around the table I was sitting at mm-hmm. revolved around how none of us want children. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was actually very interesting, the surroundings that I was in. And nobody asked any of us when we were having children, which was nice.
0: That is uh, physically impossible, i got to tell you. It
1: was... It you were in a
0: warped reality.
1: I, I feel like at this point, I have um made my stance on the issue very, very well known. Fair. And so... <laughs> I have not been asked for a long time.
0: So who did you hit? What did you curse? Like, you got to come out abrasive. That's the only way to get to get through this. Otherwise, it doesn't stick. I can't tell you my witch secrets, but uh, I sat down and I, I I'm said- I'm just hoping the threat of dropping the kid no, kind of buys me a window well, here.
1: It would, but it would also probably get you arrested because, well, you know, it's okay. There's still a threat there. Hello? Threat to public safety, endangerment of a child. All of those are are things for me, as we Whoops. were hanging out at Thanksgiving, I love playing with other people's kids. Like, I love my my nephews. Absolutely adore them. They're so stinking cute. I got to play with them this weekend. They were They're so, just so dang cute. And I love them. But I love that I can go home afterwards and not have them. It's nice. Mm-hmm. And so I've said that a couple of times. <laughs> just in public while we were at Thanksgiving. That was one of the things that that came up. We got to hang out with um, some of Dustin's family and we got to play with the kids and they're adorable. I love playing with them. I am selfish. And I've said this, I am selfish in the fact that I could not care for a child the way that I know I should be. And that's not, that's not for me. It's not for me. And that's just, that's the statement that I have said. And I have left it at that.
0: I'll try again. I mean, short of dropping the kid or maybe stealing one. like, you know what? Look, why don't we try this one? We'll do a trial. We'll, we'll walk out with this one. We'll see how this one goes. And then we'll go from there before we decide we want to start something brand new. Stop it. <laughs> <sighs> it's it's going to come up again. It is. Christmas is going to come up. For sure. At some point, someone's going to walk up to me and say, hey, don't you want one of these? And I'll be like, no. No. Just Which, again, no. also doesn't feel great, because I don't want to insult the parents. Like, it has nothing to do with your kid. I just feel like I have to go so hard in the other direction to get you stop asking me. Yeah. Can we just, can we just settle on the fact that as a, as a 32-year-old, I have put some semblance of thought into, hmm, do I want something depending on me to constantly be running around? Nope, don't think I can handle it. Correct. Maybe put a little bit of thought into that Correct. one. Correct. All right, witchy. Yeah. I've got one for you. Okay. Now, I, I have heard of uh, there's something you're supposed to eat going into New Year's, which is supposed to bring you good luck. I have partaken. I don't remember if it actually worked or not. I stumbled across a new one. Okay. And look, whether you believe in luck, bad luck, karma, whatever, manifestation, all up to you. But if it's something really simple, isn't it kind of the air on the side of, well, you know, if it works, it works. And if not, you know, who cares? I'm out what? <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. Uh, this one, you're out of broom. I've never heard it. Now I'm curious if you have. Oh, I can't
1: wait. I'm sure I have. I know exactly where we're going
0: with this. I got one for you, witchy. Kay. So <laughs> I know in my, uh, one of my best friend's uh, families growing up because they are, I want to say it's an Irish thing, but I could be wrong. AJ McCloud VFX. They eat, what the heck is that? What's the green garnish stuff that looks like lettuce, but it's not lettuce? Cabbage. Is it cabbage? I don't think it's cabbage.
1: If it's Irish, I'm pretty sure it's cabbage.
0: Uh, maybe it's cabbage. I it's it's the garnish on plates, and it, you can eat it, but it's gross. It's green, and it um, whatever. It I might don't know. be cabbage, but anyway, I don't know. So they eat that uh, each each green. New Year because it's Thanks. supposed to bring in. Uh, it's supposed to bring new good luck. And I did that one one year with them, and I don't remember if it worked or not. Well, I stumbled across another one, a mutual friend of ours, and I uh, said that uh, apparently at the end of the year, you're supposed to throw out your broom. Because it brings you good luck to get a new broom. Yeah. Now, I can understand the metaphor and all that, but I've never heard that before. (laughs) Now, I don't mind erring on the side of, what the heck, I'm out of broom. Like, oh, well. But, since the McCall Taylor likes to dabble in all this kind of stuff, have you heard of this before? Yes. Do you throw out your broom every year? I do not. (laughs) (laughs) Will you throw out your broom this year?
1: Um. No, I just got a new one this year. So it's a super
0: sweet broom. It's like a nice the broom, broom the broom shark five thousand. Yeah, that's a nice it's a nice broom. See, part of it is too, like, do, what would I would I care? Like if for whatever reason I forget, I sweep off my porch and I leave my broom out there and someone steals it. Would I be annoyed? Yes. Am I out or anything? No, it's a stupid broom. So like I can go replace it, but also I'm with you. I'm like, we don't have a ton of not carpet in my place, so we don't use it a ton. It's more so for an emergency. Yeah. So like i just if i don't have to run out to get it laziness means like yeah let's go with that that's a good idea it's a good idea let's do that
1: um i'm looking this up because i'm curious broom luck yeah i mean i've heard this i've heard about it um you can actually stand a broom up any time during the year thanks i don't care <laughs> that's not what i want okay that's
0: Recall I has stumbled into the broom fun facts part of google
1: stupidest i'm sure it's a google very short part, short window of google standing broom is not magic why do witches ride brooms i know why <laughs> we're not getting into that right now um also we've got the reasons that people jump over the broom brooms are like
0: Evil. I'm no, they're to like gather, magic. No, I'm
1: starting to gather they're evil. Brooms are, brooms are like magic. That's you why people have, use them.
0: You should just not have a broom in your house at all. No, it's you're kind of what I'm getting. Give it get a Swiffer or a Shark and cover all bases and be good that way.
1: Mm-hmm. People, people, people use brooms. I just, I don't know. I was, I was trying to find this breakdown of why people throw out brooms at the beginning of the year. I got junk, jumping the broom, which is something that you do. Um, it's like a tradition of, um, it, 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 Anyway, whatever. We're not going into it. There's a lot of broom stuff. Broom history is what I've dabbled into at this moment.
0: But that's exciting.
1: You want people to not show up at your house and you want them to leave? Turn your broom upside down. Little known fact. Don't do it in front of them. Okay. Do it before they get there.
0: I am so... The broom is evil. That is the conclusion I have now landed on. The broom is a source of evil powers. Decided. Stamp sealed, delivered um So, last thing, because I I would deem this a little bit towards thankful, unless you decide that you're not going to answer that way, which case you're perfectly up to. But call it a sort of would you rather. But I think it's a, a fun way to close the book on being thankful post Thanksgiving. Nothing should stop being thankful, obviously, mm-hmm. but a fun way to do so while also giving your partner a shout out. I'll tell you how this game works in about six minutes on VFX. So here's the fun game, and I think the wrap up on uh, being thankful. For uh, the holiday season, as we conclude that. And the question is if your significant other, AJ McCall and VFX, if your significant other was an item of clothing in your wardrobe, what would they be?
1: My favorite jacket. Because then I can take it with me everywhere.
0: <laughs> it's kind of hard not to say, say, like, I would say, because I was going to say hoodie. Actually, would be a hoodie because I find comfort in it and I have it all the time. Like, it's kind of hard to say that. Like, I don't think anybody's going to say underwear because that's just going to.
1: We're not going there. And it's just going to go down a weird realm. This is a family show. Okay. Socks I don't want to get fired. Socks doesn't feel great either. Socks is not good. Yeah. No. I mean, sweater, sure. Um, it's kind of, it
0: feels kind of hard not to say that because, like, even if you said your favorite t shirt, yeah. you don't wear your favorite t shirt every day.
1: See, but like a jacket. Yeah. Or cardigan. Or hoodie. Or a hoodie. Yeah.
0: You take it with you wherever. And for me, to be honest, I wear it in all kinds of weather. So it's good to go. It's copacetic. It's going to come I with like, me in summer. It's going to come with me in fall.
1: I like shoes too, though, but I wouldn't say shoes.
0: I mean, because that's you wanted, like disrespectful. If, if you wanted to convey arm candy, be like, look, I like my, they're dependable. I count on them to protect me. But also, I'm I, when I walk but in a room, people are like, whoa. I'm going
1: to trudge them through the mud. No, that's not, no, we don't like that. No. Then I can keep it like protected and like nice. Here's a nice jacket.
0: Kind of seems like jacket, cardigan, outer outer garment of some warmth. Yes. Seems like the way that, sh- to go. Show them up. I'm with you. I thought immediately it was like, oh, hoodie is the 100% the answer for me. So there you go. Uh, I suppose there's other options out there. I don't think there's anything worth considering. I suppose you could pick a ring if you wanted to. I don't know if you count that sure. necessarily as part of a wardrobe. But I would hear the technical Jewelry. side of it. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Butcher. We got it. Crushed it. Good job, everybody. We narrowed it down to one answer, so we all have to think the same. Bravo. i so
1: proud. Oh, look at us. <laughs> Sheep and all.
0: <laughs> Woo. Okay, let's see if we can do this. We're out of practice maybe a little bit. Cool. Facebook roulette on VFX with AJ and McCall. If your friends, AJ Knight, McCall Taylor, whatever post that we find that's awesome we share, the best one goes on the VFX Facebook page. So, McCall, what do you got?
1: Well, I landed on my friend Tina's post, and it says, friends, I need some advice. Me with olives on all of my fingers. You've come to the right place.
0: <laughs> yep. <laughs> Maybe bugles, but definitely that. Like, I feel yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Uh, I landed my friend Patrick. I don't know what scene this movie is, but it's the meme where Johnny Depp's talking to the little kid who's crying. This little kid says, 15 year old me. Sometimes I worry that my friends don't like me. Johnny Depp, 38 year old me. Oh, yeah, that never goes away, LMAO. Oh, yeah,
1: that never goes away. <laughs> Absolutely not.
0: You can win. Yay! The AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor, binding at us across all social media. Same with Utah's VFX as we get ready for uh, the Park Narks tournament starting next week. Utah's VFX, specifically on Instagram. I uh, hope everyone had a good holiday break as we get ready to enter the last month, which is nuts to say. I know. And remember, anything you missed on the show, we podcasted.
1: That's right. Uh,
0: AJ McCall, search for it, iTunes, Spotify, wherever podcasts are. So until tomorrow for the AJ McCall Show. Don't
1: do anything we wouldn't do.
0: And thanks for listening to VFX.